0: So Google is constantly changing their their algorithms and what they want from websites. So I'm constantly checking in different places that I can go and learn from Google and see what they're changing and updating. And I'm always doing that to stay on top of the changes.
1: Welcome to the My Future Business Show, where we get you in front of your best audience and keep you there. Not only are we interviewing the biggest names in business to help you become even more successful, we're inviting you to book your spot on the show to help you grow your business. So at the end of the call, make sure you fill in the interview application form at myfuturebusiness.com forward slash interviews. Hello, 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 and welcome to the My Future Business Show. Hope you're doing really well and thank you very much for joining us. Now, if this is your first time joining us on the show, I know that you are in for a treat. And while I'm at it, thank you for all of the wonderful feedback because it makes all the difference for me knowing that the diff- uh, the show is making a difference for you. Now, on today's show, I have the pleasure of welcoming entrepreneur and business owner, Amy Piracuay. Welcome to the show, Amy.
0: Thank you, um, it's such a pleasure to be here today.
1: Absolutely a pleasure to have you here. Now you and I, we're gonna be talking about website design, ways to be found in Google search, and how to go about creating a website that delivers amazing results for your business. Now, before we do any of that, Amy, it's customary for us to spend a bit of time learning about you. I know that there's a lot to unpack here, and I'm gonna have a really great time talking about uh, all the different things you enjoy doing, but where are you calling in from today? What's that? Where, Where are you calling in from today?
0: Oh, uh, from Wisconsin in the United States.
1: Oh, fantastic. Now that's a long-term home. Is that where you've always lived? Yes. Yes. Fantastic. Now we often go back and we sort of unfold, I guess, the pages of time, Amy, and and look at the the place you lived in as a child. What can you remember growing up that's fond to you?
0: Oh, geez. Um, I guess one of the things that I, I grew up doing with my parents, my parents did a lot of gardening. And when I say it's a lot of gardening, they, we're not kidding. Um, <laughs> <a lot laughs> a lot of um, basically, we grew everything. We canned it, froze it, um, and then we ate from that throughout the yeah. winter. Um, so I grew up eating fresh fruits, fruits and vegetables, and then the canned and frozen. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't eat a lot of certain foods until I grew up, and I was an adult, Yep, And yep. then I realized, like, okay, I don't really like the taste <laughs> of <this>. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. You no. don't realize what, what you have until you don't have it. And then, um, so, I mean, that's a huge part of my childhood. And mm-hmm. we did a lot of baking and, and stuff like that. So there's a lot of family um, memories based around those two things.
1: It was a very different time, wasn't it? Uh, you, you've you sparked a memory for me, Amy, where we used to have apricot trees. and We used to cut them up. and we used to just dry them on planks of timber outside flies and all and you would eat them you didn't die from it and they were beautiful weren't they yeah yeah did you have a particular did you have a particular fruit that you liked
0: oh absolutely um my favorite uh that we grew in the backyard is raspberries Oh. I have a kind of a funny story that, um, when it was raspberry season, you know, we'd go out and we'd pick and you'd, of course you'd just, you'd harvest so much. we mm. would harvest enough to freeze enough to make jams. Um, but then my parents would serve the raspberries in a bowl and my brothers didn't really like raspberries. So my dad would take his raspberries my mom would take hers. And then I would just <laughs> take whatever was left of this huge bowl and I would yeah. just put it on my Plate. Just the plate, the bowl, right <laughs> the on the plate, <laughs> and I just sit there and eat the entire bowl. so oh, that's I,
1: how love I love it. it. <laughs> now I know that uh, you take care of yourself for the last twenty-five years plus. Um, you've uh, been a karate instructor. You have a black belt. Tell us a little bit about this part of your life and how important it is for you.
0: Well, yeah, um, I've definitely uh, studied different martial arts over the years. Um, mm-hmm. Right now studying um for the last 10 years i've been studying an art called the Scream What's based out of the philippines wow it's um very uh weapon heavy type mm. of art that's way i explain it to people because most people haven't heard of it um there's uh knife fighting stick fighting sword fighting
1: um, and things stuff. like that
0: yeah so it's a lot of fun um what it's done for me personally is immeasurable mm. i think that it has definitely helped me with my self-esteem, my confidence. Um, I'm really not one of these people that are afraid anymore. I used to used to be when I was younger, I I literally around being afraid all the time. And Mm -hmm. I'm just like, okay, bring it, bring it, on, bring it on. (laughs) I
1: I love I love the fact that you've shared this with with us. I I was an instructor for 10 years and my children now who are 10 and seven, now go to martial arts because of the fact that I know the value of discipline tell us a little bit about what that has done for your life
0: oh for the discipline mm-hmm. uh, I guess more just because you brought that up both of my daughters yep took arts too um they're both black belts yep um my daughter who just left for college a month and a half ago oh wow up <laughs> until she left for college and the the way it helped them grow to be respectful to Mm -hmm. worth to, to feel confident um and their strength both their inner strength and their physical strength has helped both of my daughters grow into extremely strong young ladies
1: Yeah, fantastic. I absolutely love this sort of conversation because it really puts some context and some body around the conversation we're going to have now. Before we move away from that conversation, what do you think about the idea of dropping colored belts? Or do you think that they're important?
0: Um, well, I would question that I think about often. Yeah, I actually think about it every once in a while, too. Uh, There's been a time in my past where the ranking of my belt mattered Mm -hmm. to me yeah right
1: yeah and
0: now once you hit a certain point (laughs) what (laughs) rank you are like most people don't even realize that there's multiple degrees of black belt Mm
1: -hmm.
0: so when you tell them they're like really yeah there is (laughs) there is black belt you quit there's more to learn beyond that um but once you hit a certain point it doesn't even matter and yeah once I once I hit a certain point I'm like I don't even care I'll, I'll what I tell people now is how many years I've studied
1: yeah fantastic thank you very much Amy for sharing some insight I really do appreciate it now tell me you when you get some downtime do you enjoy a movie what do you like to do and, and watch for that matter
0: oh movies um I have to admit I love Star Wars movies
1: <gasps> oh my <laughs> goodness we're a, we're a kindred spirit I'm pretty sure of that <laughs>
0: <laughs> absolutely okay, so love my, it my guilt my guilty pleasure is um there was a group of us of course it happened it was before covid hit but mm-hmm. um it, we haven't really started it back up again and i hope someday that we do there's there's a group of us that um we have lightsabers and because <laughs> we, do, we do a scream uh, and so it's you know it's a weapon art um for fun we would get together and fight with lightsabers
1: oh, i love it do you have a favorite character I do. Misa mm, no, yeah. sa- thinks it's Daja Binks. <laughs> <laughs> so many great characters. So much of our childhood is wrapped up in that, isn't it? Star Wars. Yes. Do you remember yeah, the first I, time I you saw smart. it? Yeah, yeah me I was too.
0: <laughs> I, was in, I was in kindergarten and, you know, I just, yeah, I mean, it was, I couldn't really relate with my brother much. And it was, our love for Star Wars was, was what, what we did together we watched the movies when we could um and that was kind of our bonding thing
1: now they seem to have gone on a very different sort of path at the moment you know the the star wars environment still lives as it were and i've kind of lost it a little bit um did you get confused throughout the way that they were sort of rolling them out
0: um over the years not the movies no but all of these tv shows
1: yeah that's what i'm getting at
0: i just Nah. like even Mandalorian that was the first one to come out and I I watched it it just couldn't hold my attention and I don't know if it's I'm just not a tv watcher no I like yeah. movies tv just doesn't hold my attention so I don't no. know if it's that or the yeah. fact that I just don't enjoy the star wars tv shows
1: I, no I, I like agree it. I agree with you and I think tv is uh synonymous with a lot of negativity nowadays you turn on the the idiot boxes i like to refer it and and you get and you get you get nothing but a spewing of negativity so i think there might be a little bit of that now i was looking around through some images and some website pages and i noticed that you have a love for um heavy metal can you tell us a little bit about your love for metallica i also (laughs) love metallica do not be ashamed ride the lightning i say
0: absolutely um yeah, master of puppets i loved, loved metallica since i was like i don't know i, oh. school. I realized um a few years ago i, I went and we, a friend and i went and saw metallica and i all of a sudden i realized i must be old i've liked metallica for 40 years
1: Oh yeah.
0: <laughs> so it's just one of those things that I mean, certain, certain metal bands have come and gone, and, you know, I, I liked them, and now I don't. But Metallica is just one of those bands that I've just always loved. Yeah. Uh, and now, my 15-year-old absolutely loves Metallica. Oh. Was, I took her to her first Metallica concert. Oh, what
1: did she think?
0: She loved it.
1: She loved it. <laughs> I now, have Jane...
0: the most awesome video of her headbanging to
1: <laughs> Now I <laughs> will tell you something. Um, for people of their age, they're getting up there, and you know James Hetfield has aged so well. You know he's he's a uh, mm-hmm. he's a he's a really honourable rocker. What do you think? Do you, is he is he your favourite person in the band?
0: Um, I would say probably
1: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Of,
0: of the of the current band yeah i mean i yeah. always like Burton, to be honest yeah back in the
1: day back in the, uh, day.
0: Back in the day but um yeah i'd say Hatfield is definitely uh i mean he's he's definitely a family man he's gone through some trials and tribulations in his life and mm-hmm. but he's overcome them like he yeah. worked hard to overcome them and that is definitely something to admire
1: Well, tell us a little bit about overcoming adversity. I think it's a good time to segue into your business. Now, um, let's talk about uh, where the idea for Waterfront Graphics came from.
0: Well, I would say that, um, you know, I worked for a couple of businesses coming outside of uh, college. Mm -hmm. Uh, I never cared for how they treated their customers. Right. Um, In fact, there was times I was brought into meetings and I was talking with the client or helping talk with the client because it was typically the business owner that was doing most of the talking yep. but to watch how and unknowingly they insulted the client mm. and i I just sat there and, and i there was one time i i i mouthed to the client i'm sorry <laughs> like i was just <laughs> like so embarrassed for even sitting there um i i learned like well, I can do this on my own. I don't have to rely on someone else and I I know that I can treat people better. And treat them in a way where they feel like they're important. And so I started my business almost 22 years ago now and wow. that's exactly what I have that's how I achieved and I've had some clients for about that long. Like you know, some of them have been like 15 years, 20 years, and they keep coming back to me because they know I'll do the job and they know that I'll treat them with respect.
1: You know, that's a very important point you make, Amy. You know, it's not about what you do as much as, as uh, how you make them feel. Sure. Product quality is important. <laughs> and I'm wondering if you could share your product range, because I know you do so much there.
0: Well, um, the main thing that I do is website design or redesign. Mm-hmm. Uh, Website management, because anybody that has a website knows that if you have plugins, they have to be updated. You have to keep the software up to date. Um, It's extremely important, or you could potentially get your website hacked if you don't Mm -hmm. keep the software up to date. Um, I do SEO, so that's um, search engine optimization, helping um, businesses get their website found on Google in the Google search Um, And then I do graphic design work. So that is logo design, print design, anything that you see in print. I've probably designed it over (laughs) the course of my career. Um, And um, what I'm really finding out is that that's a huge niche that I have that um, people are telling me because I just thought, you know, this is me. You do graphic design and website design, but it's not really true Mm. that a lot of well, they're either a graphic designer or a website designer. They're not both.
1: They're not both. Yeah, wow. There's so much to unpack here, so many directions we could go. Now, I'm wondering, um, as a busy business owner, um, uh, what, what's your daily routine look like? Are you up early morning taking calls? And what's what's it look like typically for you?
0: Um, well, I do get up in the morning and I, and I try to get a little workout in before mm-hmm. I start my day. Um, I do start before 8 a.m., and the main reason for that is many years ago, I realized that I am most creative in the morning. So between, like, 7 and noon, I am most creative. Afternoon time, I use for getting on calls with people, stuff that doesn't require creativity, because my brain is more tired by then. And I just, mm-hmm. I'm not as creative in the afternoon. So, um, I do all of my creativity work, uh, first thing in the morning, if it's a logo design or coming up with a, a redesign on a website or some branding or something like that, I do it first thing in the morning. So yeah. that's kind of how I work just yep, because yep. I know my brain is sharpest and most creative. Of-
1: there's going to be a lot of startup entrepreneurs who listen into this, as well as existing small to medium sized business owners. Amy, that take a lot of insight into you know daily routines, and part of that is to um, the importance of taking breaks. Do you find that it's important to step away from the business to clear your head and reset?
0: Oh, absolutely. Um, in the summertime, you know, true to my childhood roots, I still have a garden, um, and in <laughs> the summertime, you know, like. In midday, I'll step outside, I'll work in my garden, um, it grounds me, it refreshes me so that mm. when I go back, when I'm done, um, like maybe I'll spend an hour, half an hour, hour, just mm-hmm. run in the dirt, come back yeah. in. I'm much more refreshed if I take that little bit of a break. Yep. And then I can get back and then I can work a few more hours before the end of the day. If I don't take those little breaks throughout the day, that I- happened yeah my eyes get really tired. Um, I, get really, I don't I don't know if cranky is the right word, but uh, I'll feel you. yeah you just get like eh, you you lose your energy, your spark and um, in the winter time, I just may you know I don't know, just spend time with my animals too. No. Now,
1: you you've taken a chance you know let's call it a risk um, in starting this business again along that line of before when there are certain people listening into this who are taking away your advice and your insights you took a chance on starting uh, starting a waterfront graphics how did it feel was it a a, a tough time or is it a tough decision to go away from that employment sort of relationship and say you know what I know I can do this better but there's risk involved here how did you manage that there was a lot i i
0: did have a lot of fear i was really yeah. Yeah. afraid i was uncertain of whether or not i could do it mm-hmm. and there was trust me there's been a lot of times in 22 years where i i questioned whether or not i should continue or that i could i could even do this um but once i started getting rid of that limiting belief because that's what it is it's a belief yeah. within you that tells you oh i can't do this right but you got to work and look inside yourself and what is it about me? Why do I believe that? And then once you kind of X that out of your life and out kind of out of your existence and you start being more positive and writing down affirmations and saying, this is what I'm going to achieve. And if the more you write it, the more that you say it, the more it's going to become true in your brain. Because a lot of times when we're a kid, someone will say something and it could it could be something that you heard once. Mm-hmm. It could be something of, oh, you're terrible. You're never going to succeed. It could have been just a, not even, the person didn't even mean it. They just said to you, oh, you could never do that, yeah. right? And took it in as that's truth. And that's not true. So the more that you tell yourself the complete polar opposite of that limiting belief, the more that you're going to believe it and the more that you're going to be like, yep, I can do this. And then you will.
1: Yeah, great feedback. Thank you so much. Now, I know that there are lots of moving parts to your business and, you know, technology and the way other competitors, let's call them operate changes, and we are evolving, getting better at what we do. How important is ongoing education for you and staying on, I guess, at the pointy end of uh, your craft?
0: Well, in my business, if you don't stay on top of technology, you fall. Mm. Um, especially when it comes to, I mean, websites are always constantly changing and evolving. So you have to stay up with the technology, but what changes even more frequently is Google. So Google is constantly changing their, their algorithms and what they want from websites. And I can't do my job. I can't have my clients' websites stay on top of Google if I don't mm. stay on top of Google. can't. <laughs> um, <laughs> So I'm constantly checking in, Um, there's different places that I can go and learn from Google and see what they're changing and updating. And I'm always doing that to stay on top of the changes.
1: Yeah. Yeah, from what I saw from the website, you're actually a Google certified professional, is that correct?
0: Yes. Mm -hmm.
1: now what now that's very important because credibility is everything in this space so if anybody's watching this call just take uh, take note of what i just said google certified professional that means you must have gone through some sort of process can you tell us about that
0: yeah google has uh, classes for all of their um their different offerings Mm -hmm. so um you know you've got google analytics you've got um uh, what used to be Google My Business is now Google uh, Business Profile,
1: mm. um,
0: and they they have a bunch of different things like Google Ads, you know, um, and you can take courses, their courses, and then at the end of taking the courses, it's just kind of like when you take a class, you have you have to kind of pass the final. Yep. They have they have a, a test that you have to take at the end, and if you pass it, then you're certified.
1: Fantastic. Now, um, I'd love to talk about, um, you know, what is your one superpower, the one thing out of all of the things that you offer that you, you know, you thrive at, do you think?
0: I absolutely love, and I, th- I think this is my superpower, um, coming in to someone's existing website and just making it better. Making it I love coming into an existing website and then helping that client take it from ho-hum to just amazing. So that's why like on my website, I have a lot of like before and afters in my- in Yeah, my... I noticed
1: that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I put that in my, my little galleries of work that I do just because I love showing off like this is what their website looked like before. This is what their logo looked like before. This is what it looks like now. And yes, it's, it's, it's not only about like, look, but it's like functionality. So Mm -hmm. how, how do we improve the look? How do we improve the flow of the website? How do we improve the navigation? Um, Just recently, I redesigned a a website where the lady was like, okay, people are going to my website. They can't even tell what I do. No. Right. And she was like, okay, I, I offer this or they, they're coming to my website to try to find my, my little class." Mm-hmm. And they can't find it. Well, that's a navigation issue. That's not necessarily a 100% a design issue. That's a navigation issue. So mm-hmm. I gave her some recommendations, and we kind of redesigned how did the navigation and the flow of the website worked. And now people are going to her website, and they're able to find the class right away.
1: Yeah, that's wonderful. You know what's coming through for me? There's a lot of emotion. There's a lot of commitment that just is obvious to me just by the way you talk now. Um, how does it feel for you? How does it make you feel when you get a satisfied customer? Not just a satisfied customer, but an ecstatic customer because I've read some of your testimonials and they're fantastic. Tell us how it makes you feel. It's rewarding.
0: There, there are really no words. Um, there's no words. to, to when, when someone goes from being frustrated when they look at their website mm-hmm. to the relief that they feel when they go from stressed out, anxiety, I don't want anybody to see my website. I don't even want anybody to go there. <laughs> when they go from that to yep. I, I want to shout it from the mountaintops. They're, really, for me, the only other better feeling is when I'm in martial arts class. So yeah. I, <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> and sweating it out. <laughs> I,
0: just, I love how when they're happy, I'm happy. Like but there really are no words. It's just an amazing feeling.
1: Thank you very much for sharing, Amy. Loving this call. Now, I know that uh, you obviously have a lot of very, very happy customers. Who is actually your ideal customer? Large businesses, small businesses, everyone in between?
0: Well, I like to say usually small, like either startups, small businesses um, to medium-sized businesses. Large businesses typically have their own person Mm -hmm. in-house manage their website. Um, So... The, but my ideal clientele are clients that have been in business for a little while, they're seeing some massive growth in their website, or in, I'm sorry, in their business, well in yeah. their website, but okay. yeah. um, they're seeing growth in their business and they're looking back at their website, that was something maybe they built when they started their business. Either yep. be it five years ago or 10 years ago. Cause yes, sometimes people do not update their website timely. They do take 10 years to uh, <laughs> <get> sign right. <laughs> it and they're looking at it and they go, wow, that is not even my business anymore. That is not me. That is not the business. That is not where we're heading. The offerings on the website aren't even accurate. Mm-hmm. So I love coming in and helping them figure out, okay, what's your ideal client? Who's your new ideal client? Who's the people that you're trying to target now? Let's make yeah. sure that the, the branding message is on point here. And then we, when we get the branding message in and we make sure that you're talking to the, the right people versus, oh, I'm attracting the wrong person to my website, let's get the right person to your website and then talk to that person, speak to that person like they wanna be spoke to. And there is yeah. a process to get to that. So I help people with that and then we work on the design of the site, the flow of the site. Mm-hmm. How do these people like to have the site laid out for them? Because every kind of personality is different. So based off your clientele, we want to have the site attract the right people and keep them so yeah. that they end up contacting you.
1: There's a lots of, there's lots of different um, trust signals that are important on a website. Tell us um how much focus you put into um the cho- uh, um, choosing colors choosing are colors impo- yeah colors are they important uh,
0: well it is important um it's not as important to necessarily have like the right color mm-hmm. it's just consistent color like uh. everything that you have if your color is purple like say that you're, you're a business coach for women, right? And you want to have your site being pink, okay? Because that's why you, you know, the, the women that you attract and you want to coach are they're the kind of people that respond to pink. Um, the biggest thing about that is if that's one of your colors, you make sure that everything that you have has the same color to it. Yeah. So if it's pink and purple, let's say for pink and purple and white, your website has it, your Facebook page has it. Your LinkedIn page has it. it you are consistent with your branding across. Mm-hmm. The, it's not necessarily about the colors you choose, because the colors represent you and who you are. But just make sure it's consistent. So you're can,
1: offering you're offering it like a style guide, aren't you?
0: Yes. Yep. And then you make sure that, you know, your Facebook cover photo, your, your YouTube cover photo, like everything has the same look, feel, design, so that when people are going from all these different platforms to even if you have like a print piece or like even a free download, make sure that your style is in that free download. Like I'm speaking with a client right now and she has a free download and we're redesigning her website. And I said, your free download has absolutely no design doesn't have your logo, doesn't have your colors. It is just a, a white page with black text.
1: Mm, How exciting
0: is that? It's not. So someone may want to get your download, then they get it. What's, what's going to really, we're visual creatures. yeah. Right? So if it's not really visually pleasing, are they really going to read it?
1: No, not at all. You, and you, and you almost fear for them getting a bit lost and uncertain as to, is this the same business? Do you have that? hmm yeah fantastic yeah. Well,
0: especially if you got different designs i mean i've done websites in the past where every page that you went to had a completely d- different look and feel to it different yeah. colors different design and it was it was literally like pure chaos you were like am i am i still on the same website yeah. right the reason why you need to have consistency is it's it's like when you see a a pepsi thing right any of if you watch any of their print advertising, any of their TV commercials, they all have the same branding, all the same Mm -hmm. looking. You know, you I mean, like even Nike, right? You know Nike stuff. I mean, you don't even have to have the name. You just have the swoosh, right? Like,
1: (laughs) (laughs) you know what it is.
0: Right? They did so well with their branding that you know a Nike commercial before the the logo even comes on.
1: Yeah, there's that that familiarity.
0: That's That's what you need to do for your business.
1: Yeah, thank you so very much. Now, when you 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 mentioned startups early before um, earlier, Amy, and I'm wondering, uh, do you find that people who are new to business, um, you know, take uh, one of your packages or uh, packaged products? Do you have packaged products, and how do they configure what they need, and what's the process for onboarding?
0: Well, um, over the many years of having my business, I have offered packages. And no one ever took them. And the reason is, is every business is different. Yeah. Um, what they need, how they need it, when they need it, uh, what social media platforms they're choosing to go onto, is different. So building mm. a platform, saying, okay, well, I'll design your Facebook stuff and your website and your business card and your this. Well, maybe they don't need a business card. Maybe they don't no. need. That. Maybe they don't need that. So basically. Sitting and having a conversation with them, um, getting on a Zoom call, because I, I work with people all over, mm-hmm. uh, getting on a Zoom call, talking about their needs, talking about their business. I, I find out a lot about them and their business. And then they were like, well, I think I should do this. And then I come back and say, okay, here's what I think you should do.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah.
0: Right. So there there really isn't packaging when it comes to marketing.
1: Got it. Yeah
0: everything is not for everyone.
1: Yep. It's got to fit, doesn't it? You can't put mm-hmm. a, a round peg in a square hole, as they say.
0: Right. <laughs> and, this, and if you're trying to make something that doesn't really serve your business fit you, you're kind of wasting time and money. And Absolutely. I will, and I t- I'm very honest with my, my clients. I'm like, you really don't need that. Right. Even if it would make me more money, um, I'm I just tell them you don't need that. You don't need a website that big or you don't need that many pages. You can you can actually do just fine with, the, with a four-page website. You don't need all of that. And here's why.
1: You have a very um, customer-oriented uh, approach to the way you run your business. Now, um, with that all being said, when somebody wants to connect with you, where are they going to go and what will they see when they get to your website?
0: Well, um, the biggest thing when they go to my website... Um, they'll kind of see that I'm I'm very approachable. Um, um, and uh, I am very open with, hey, why don't you schedule a time to talk? Let's just have a, have a chat about what... what I, 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 mean, I I give a lot of free advice sometimes on those chats. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. I don't know if this is a good thing to say or not, but <laughs> I believe that um, when you give, you get... I, I'm a big believer in that. Um, if I can help someone out, even with a tiny little thing... Um, you know, but the thing is, it, it, it gains trust with that person and they, they end up becoming your client at some point anyways. So, um, yeah, it's a win-win. Um, I've done plenty of things where people were having problems with their website. I got on a zoom call with them. I fixed the problem in, in five seconds, but then I won a client. So mm-hmm. yep, I'm like yep. Let's just on a Zoom call, let me see what's going on and and I fixed the problem that they're having and it's typically something really really tiny and I know that so that's why yeah, I'm like
1: yeah what's the and then a... I fix
0: it and they're like wow great and now they're telling their friends about me too so
1: Yeah, wonderful. What what I'm taking from this, Amy, is that you serve first, you provide the solutions, and then the sales will come. It's not the other way around. It's not about you. It's always about them. Now, um, what is the website um, that uh, your clients will need to visit? um, Should they want to work with you?
0: My website is waterfrontgraphic.com
1: that's easy well look if you're on the uh the call today if you enjoyed what you've heard certainly reach out to amy at waterfrontgraphic.com we'll be making sure that the links are available below this call and with all that being said amy fantastic call thank you very much for joining me on the my future business show today thank you thanks for joining us today if you enjoyed the call then make sure to subscribe, leave a comment, share us with your friends and book your spot on the show at myfuturebusiness.com forward slash interviews. And if you're looking for solutions that will help grow your business, then visit myfuturebusiness.com forward slash shop.